Okay. Yeah. Whenever you want to clap. Let me let me get my screen set up. Yeah, I I have the Twitch stream open on my other monitor just so. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to If do. anything weird pops up. This there's this just in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this just in. Breaking news from three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, welcome to Chess Talk, episode 201. It's the the rise of the 200s, the terrible twos, as Eddie called it. They have begun. <laughs> We're legit now. <laughs> We're a legitimate podcast. Uh, it's just Cody, your host here, and Rob, remotely. Yo, girl. It's just going to be the two of us, try and keep it a short one after last week's long expedition, and we're playing chess remotely. We're going to be talking about some E3 news, and then finally going over John Wick 3, and that should be it. So, how do you want to start out? You got anything you want to talk about first, or just get into the games? I bought a 3D printer. Ooh, you're finally at that part of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, got that, and been printing stuff, been working a lot. As our delayed recording is indicating, yeah. <laughs> although you 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 listeners aren't going to worry about that because it's like, hey, it's release day and it's here. Yeah, it's out. I but I wish I could just show them like the logs of us trying to record <laughs> just the back and forth. You ready now? You ready now? <laughs> Wait, I'm right. Nope, nope, I can't. Jk. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I've been uh, printing stuff. Got a little. Got some GoPro gear. Pre- prepping, getting the prints good for uh, Iceland. Other than that. Nothing fascinating. Uh, oh, the cat and the dog getting together, as I, I showed Cody and Brittany. So that's pretty cool. And yeah, those pictures will definitely be in the link dump. So if you want to see a cute kitty and a cute dog, check the link dump. Yeah, they've been uh, together for a month, and they're finally getting along fairly well. So it's cool. That's about that's my life lately, work, printing, and animals. I mean, not a bad life. It's not, it's not bad. What about you? Uh, tr- not much, really. We've been playing, Brittany and I have been playing Pokemon Go. Uh, we played that yesterday. Saw John Wick yesterday. I'm trying to play Wolfenstein New Order. I was um, getting to the point where my game was crashing pretty consistently, so I spent 30 or so minutes troubleshooting that this morning, and that was kind of frustrating, but I think I'm finally past it. Good. So I'm trying to beat that. I'm trying to work through my backlog so my games can be done because i think after this i'm gonna go and play bloodborne on the ps4 so i can play that and then i can play dark souls 3 and then i can be done with that series and then (laughs) yeah (laughs) rip yeah because with all these games being announced segue over here um, yeah (laughs) i want to make sure i'm ready to go yeah e3 is happening now as we're recording this uh we're watching the xbox one yeah, it's Sunday, so we're watching the Microsoft, Xbox, whatever thing right now. And I just wanted to touch on it. I'm sure we're going to talk about it next week as well. But I figured, hey, while well, it's pretty fresh, talk about what we have seen so far. Yeah. Uh, any game you want to talk about specifically? I thought we could talk about Jedi first, because that was like the first big thing that really hit. Um. Yeah, I think between Jedi, Borderlands, those are like only two like major like things so far. I mean, as we're watching, obviously we had a couple other things that we'll touch on next week. But no, I think that's it. I think I think uh, that should be the two two major ones. Although, um, unless something jumps in during recording, I think we'll be pretty good on that. So yeah, the Jedi Fallen Order gameplay finally got released. 
on uh, Friday night, Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Sorry. And yeah, it looks like, to me, it looks like Force Unleashed, but a better engine. So I'm excited for that. I don't know if you played that too much, Rob. I had not played that. Uh, yeah. yeah. The Force Unleashed, there's, there's two of them, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You play like as Starkiller, I think? Yep. Yeah. So I, I didn't I didn't play that one, I don't think, but I remember watching a lot of gameplay for it when it came out because I was interested, but I just never got around to playing it. But I'm excited for this game. It it reminds me a lot of like a, a God of War esque kind of hack and slash with skills. Yeah, I think that's kind of what God of War's um, legacy is going to be is changing like the single player game. Because when I was watching the combat, like especially against the like assassin type enemies with like the double baton or whatever it is, like the two handed baton type mm-hmm. thing, you know, bow stuff. Yeah, something, whatever. The guy's wearing all black armor and, like, said the stupid, cringy, evil lines. Watching that and just how deliberate you kind of have to be when choosing to attack and how methodical you need to be when you want to parry and things. And I'm sure on higher difficulties, it's going to be even more intense. Yeah. And, yeah, that entire time I was like, yeah, this is, like, God of War, definitely. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, definitely the mechanics are God of War-esque, but I think they're going for, like, a very much, like, a light-hearted kind of game. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I was getting the vibe when I was watching the gameplay trailer that like, it was like 15 minutes long, um, that it, it, it doesn't want to take itself too seriously and not to the point where it's like a cartoon, like, um, what, what am I thinking of? Uh, Clone Wars, like that style of cartooniness, uh, in the graphics, but it definitely has that vibe of very whimsical kind of lighthearted Star Wars universe versus like a darker take, like, um, what's a game that was dark that they've done? I mean, Force Unleashed was dark like that yeah. wasn't really whimsical at all it was all about killing jedi in the first one so yeah that's true so like so that kind of stuff um i am interested to see how the game actually plays though which if it's going to be like re- very repetitive after the first like 10 hours mm-hmm. or if it becomes a little bit more engaging because things are evolving your enemies evolve because that's a big problem with these kind of games i feel like is that they become they, they seem to be so grand but then that at the, the root of the game it's kind of the same core fights and nothing yeah. really changes but the story. Yeah, it's like, oh, more stormtroopers, the guys that I fought within <laughs> five minutes of the game. I'm 30 hours in. I'm still fighting them. And, yeah, and to be fair, like, well, at least with Destiny, like, you're going to fight the same same grumpy enemies, but then you, you, they get harder. So that's fine to have, like, the, the fodder and then the harder enemies to be there like that. But, yeah, I think that's a good it's, it's a good point. Like, you fighting the same thing over and over again, just like, this is dumb. I feel like I'm grinding for no reason. Yeah, but at least with Star Wars, the big bonus it has over like god of war other games is with force powers you can really manipulate how you fight every single time like they showed off the force powers in this and like they have the stop freeze time whatever thing and they did this really cool maneuver where they froze the lasers force gripped an enemy and then pushed the enemy in front of the bullet and it killed him i was like holy shit that's pretty it's a laser not a bullet (laughs) but that that part i was like oh damn that yeah. that looks that is not what I thought it was. Or where you pick up a dude and you throw him at at the uh, the guy with the double ended like uh, I forget what they're called. I think things we were talking about earlier, like the the lightning staff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that to me, I was like, okay, so they're they're really going hard with the force powers here. It's not just the basic push pull and like throw your right. saber. Like there's a lot deeper stuff. And that's what I think. Like this new engine is like trying to showcase. It's like look at the different things you can manipulate and just kind of like tweak and like how finite you can be with where you're moving your character and where they're moving yeah. enemies. Yeah, definitely. And I'll, I've seen a lot of people talking about how it's so 
kind of weird. Like it doesn't make sense when you see the lightsaber like cutting down stormtroopers, but it's just showing his like burn marks yeah. on them. Like especially with how brutal they are, like you're seeing him literally stab through the stomach and then like slide it halfway out, and then like he just kind of falls over. Yeah. So yeah, that that bugged me a little bit. Like I was I don't know. It's like either go all or nothing. Like don't pretend like oh i cut him in half but he's not in half and if yeah. it's like if it's like a function of the engine requirements they couldn't do it okay that's fine but if it's like to be like i don't know not mature yes i'm then... pretty sure it's because they were like we need to keep it bg13 yeah and i'm just like okay well then maybe you should have gone a different direction with the overall like damage combat yeah not have it be a lightsaber until the end of the game maybe yeah <laughs> oh psychonauts too I don't give a shit. Okay, we can cut that. Uh, I just I know, I know people have been hyped for it, so I was like, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, so I don't know. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that. Um, real quick, the Baldur's Gate 3 trailer that came out, I just want to touch on that, because I never played the first two Baldur's Gate, but I've heard nothing but great things about them, because they came out, I think Baldur's Gate 2 came out 19 years ago, so I mean... That sounds right. The fans have been waiting for this and then it just kind of dropped and it's from the makers of divinity original sin so it's oh. like you know yeah you didn't know that no i didn't i think you've mentioned it but i didn't like didn't like engage in my brain that yeah. that's pretty cool yeah like they just took it over and now they're just working with uh, wizards of the coast to just make this sequel and the trailer is pretty brutal just seeing this guy morph into a mind flayer and then you just see this kind of like army of them so I'm very intrigued with how that game's going to turn out. And is that is that a single player game or is it a multiplayer game? Um the first two were single player just cuz they came out in the 90s. Yeah, pretty much. Requirement. So um I imagine this one will be similar to Divinity where it's like you can do co-op or you can do single player. It's probably mostly going to be a single player focus like how Divinity is pretty much a single player game but they give the option of multiplayer since it's for the same company like I don't know why they wouldn't incorporate that as well yeah that, that is true i think that's a good point excited for that you mentioned borderlands i had hadn't seen anything about that so if you want to touch um, on that it, yeah it's nothing huge it was just more of a um a big like hey it's real it's happening here's a little bit of a teaser for you i'm, I'm excited to a degree like it's one it's it's it's, it's a gun what do they, they call that game like a bullet hell kind of shooting game it's like just ridiculous yeah, yeah looter shooter thank you mm-hmm. but it's like destiny but more lighthearted. Yeah, the OG looter shooter. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Like, it was it was a solid entry. First one was good. Second one was good. I didn't play the all of the uh, handsome collection games, but yeah, it, it's a great. Is this Dragon Ball? Yeah, there's a lot of it, and they just showed Lego the Skywalker Saga. It's all nine. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, interesting. Um, okay, so Borderlands. So yeah, um, I don't know. I, I'm excited for it tentatively to see what it looks like. I mean. I, I think it's very interesting what they decided to do with the uh, kind of hype for it is that they actually released a free DLC for Borderlands 2. Um, they introduced, uh, I think, some of the new mechanics that are in Borderlands 3, which I've not seen anybody really do a whole lot. Usually it's it's just like, hey, this game's coming out, buy this game. But this is more yeah. like, hey, if you want to get a taste of it and you have two, play this. Like, you'll get a taste of it. So it's almost like a demo, but like with a full engine already going. Um, yeah, that's kind of the last game I really remembered doing that and i'm sure i'm off base but is um dead rising they had like a demo for dead rising 2 and you could play this demo over and over and then if you got to level five in the demo that would carry over into dead rising 2 so 
Like I remember that. That was like that you were playing Frank on like a different whole different area and like yeah yeah, mm -hmm. it was like a 15 minute or something like demo or something like it was time limited. Uh no, it wasn't time limited. It was just like there was like a small little story and as soon as you finished the story, that was it, but you could keep playing it over and over to get to the max level of the demo. So when you started the actual game, it would you would start with like a head start pretty much. Right, right, okay. Yeah, so so that's I mean that's it for uh yeah. Borderlands Three. Um, I did. I did also want to talk, just briefly touch on um, the Bonework stuff that I you, you yes. watched last night. So yeah, that, I had never heard of this before. So I was like, "What?" So if, uh, if you guys, anybody who's listening that has seen Corridor Digital or Node, some of the stuff they work on, these guys have actually um, created their own game. And I think the original idea was to create a game engine, but they've actually created a whole game around their game engine to kind of show off what it does. It's become this like I think three year endeavor. And uh, Cody and I watched the uh, the latest release that they have. I think it's specifically for E3, um, but it was really around the Vive uh, Index. And oh my gosh, this game is like physics heaven. Everything is based around physics, and so the interaction in VR space has very realistic physical attributes. You know, you move your fingers if you have the right uh, hardware. You know, uh, adding balloons to people makes them lift off the ground, like all these cool things. We don't, I don't know much about the story, just a lot of the tech demos they've done with the engine. Um, you I can check doubt out. there's going to be much of a story. It just seems very much like a playground to VR combat. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Like, yeah, it's one of the few games where I've seen, I'm like, okay, I, I really want VR just yeah. for this game. Yeah. That's my, that's where I've been sitting at. Um, the d downside is the Vive Index and the Knuckles controllers are like a grand to get all that so you can buy the controller separately and i think that's the more important part i think it's gonna be really cool to see that really out there and s set the bar for what vr can be but yeah boneworks it's really cool check it out yeah i know that that game just the crazy stuff that they're doing and just like how specific they can be in the combat and how like different weapons register how you would imagine and just like the weight that it shows yeah i, I don't know it's hard to explain you just if you're interested in VR and seeing what new game companies are doing, like watch that video. It'll be in the link dump. Uh, did you want to touch on cyberpunk? Yeah. Cause I started watching the trailer, whatever that was like halfway through, like when he got back to the boss and it showed like the flashback of how spoilers, his friend got killed and that was the like, beginning washing his hands. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, kind of one of the most hyped games in the last couple of years, uh, showed it another kind of trailer. It wasn't really gameplay, it was more just cinematic, but uh, it really sets the stage for kind of what the environment's going to be like. You're, I think, basically betrayed by someone you worked with because of, you know, some a heist went wrong and your friend died and... I don't know, it looks beautiful, at least in the cinematics and, and very brief gameplay they showed. But one of the biggest things is that Keanu Reeves is actually going to be in the game in yeah, some like capacity. The <laughs> teaser trailer ended with um, your character being woken up by this strange guy that looks pretty similar to Keanu, and then yeah. boom, he's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so Keanu Reeves basically was trying to do the hype. Not trying to, he did the hype for the game <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, at E3, which was pretty pretty surreal given the fact that... like. Prior to John Wick, he kind of been low key with a few like movies and stuff like that, but now he's like everywhere. Yeah, he's gonna be in Toy Story. Did you know that? Yeah, Duke Duke Kaboom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that it was before John Wick yesterday. They were doing like a Toy Story like pre roll with all the actors, and I saw him in there, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, 
I'm so. I'm excited for this. This looks like a really solid game. I think it's gonna be like the Skyrim of this current uh, kind of generation. I'm probably gonna have a hot take, but I'm not super interested in playing it. Really? I I don't know what it is, but every time I see a trailer or gameplay, I'm just like I I I don't know. It's just it's not really clicking with me. Like I just don't know if I'm really into that just huge open world box art you can be whatever you can do whatever you want like i don't know yeah i no, think that's fair yeah it's just, you, i don't know I, go ahead did you like skyrim uh yeah i probably uh because i played it on xbox ps3 and uh steam so collectively i probably have close to like 80 or 90 hours into it so <laughs> okay yeah so not the most but a good chunk like i enjoyed skyrim i don't really have the urge to go back to play it but Okay, I, yeah, because to, to me, I get, I definitely get like a Skyrim, Deus Ex, yeah. like kind of overall vibe coming from the game. Plus, it's cyberpunk, and I always love that genre. It's like yeah. what what could be, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm tentatively excited. Like I I I have kind of pushed away the notion of pre-order and everything else, and now it's more or less just like all right, I'll I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it the uh, you know opportunity to be great, but if it's not, uh, you know, yeah, I, it's all right. I'm I want to get my hands on it. Like, that's kind of where I feel like if I can get my hands on it, like a demo, or I know someone that has it and I can borrow it, like, then I'll be able to see if I care, you know? Yeah, totally. But I'm not, I'm not at the point where I'm like, eh, I'll throw $60 and see if I like this game. Hmm. Yeah, I, I do want to see some, uh, some stuff like about it before. Continued gameplay, because, like, they showed, a, like, flashes of gameplay at the end, like, because when Keanu was done talking, they showed the release date and they had, like, another like mini trailer and it showed gameplay didn't it wasn't enough like i needed yeah. to see like minutes like with the jedi fallen order where it was like a 15 minute long demo like if i had that of cyberpunk that would maybe like push me one way or the other yeah yeah i think that's just kind of where i'm at i'm interested but we'll, we'll have to wait and see um so then real quick just microsoft teasing the new xbox console which not really a surprise to anyone that's keeping up no i must be behind Huh? I must be behind because I'm on Gears of War 5. No, no. Like, this is just an article I linked it yesterday. This isn't on Oh, right, right, right. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because Sony, they've been saying, they've been pretty open about working on a PS5 and how there's going to be a PS5 soon. Yeah. So, I'm not super um, surprised by that, but it, people are finding little, like, uh, Easter eggs and tidbits about the project name, stuff like that. Yeah, the RGB uh, codes. I thought that was pretty <clears throat> clever. For Scarlet, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Avengers game, there's a poster for it, and it's going to be on PlayStation, PS4, and Xbox. So whenever they finally announce that and show that, it's cool to know that it's not going to be an exclusive. And people don't need a PS4 for it, because I'd like for as many people to play it as possible. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I want it to be similar to Spider-Man, but at the same time, I don't want it to just be another open-world New York City game if that makes sense. Like, I wanted something a little different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's not, if it's not broke, don't, don't fix it kind of mentality. But yeah. on the other hand, like you need to expand, you need to go out there. Like, yeah, well, I need a trailer and then we can go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be a next week topic. And then last thing I had in my notes is the director for God of war. Um, he had a series of tweets and someone discovered that if you took the first letter of every one of those tweets, it spelled out Ragnarok is coming. So 
that's pretty exciting because spoilers for God of War, it ends with Thor showing up at Kratos's door pretty much and like kind of an apocalyptic theme going on. So everyone's pretty convinced that the next game in that series is going to be God of War Ragnarok. They're pretty slick. So fingers crossed for that. And I think that'll do it for Game Talk this week. Yeah. Unless there's anything else you got. Let's... So ready for John Wick? I am I am as ready as I could ever be. So, spoilers, John Wick, it's been out uh, more than a couple of weeks. Three, three, almost four weeks probably at this point. So, again, spoilers, we're going to be pretty open about it. Check the timestamps. And I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Uh, mostly just because of the story aspects of it, not so much the action. I don't know how you're kind of leaning one way or the other on it. Story wasn't bad. I mean, given the fact that the last two movies were kind of in the same territory, my bigger problem with it was... No, it wasn't really a problem with it. something that it kind of it threw me off. Is that because the continuity, how it works, this is day three, or sorry, day three or four, of John Wick just going ham. No, uh, it's not days. They They said it's been like a week, and then multiple days definitely passed in this because of all the travel. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. The educator specifically said, like, do you know what kind of, like, havoc he's done the past few weeks? So. Okay, you're right. So, yeah. But I think one and two were, this this is, sorry, this is after the second one. This is, like, linearly, like, the day of the second one. Yeah, that's where it starts, yeah. Yeah. So, they don't really, they they didn't really touch on it because there's been two movies, um, how, like, tired he is. And so, what it felt like this entire movie, the action was significantly slower than the previous two like the previous two it was like just fast pace like action and this one felt a little bit yeah. more de- delayed i didn't hate it it just threw me off because of the, the kind of precedent the previous two did i think i'm excited though for the next one because this really sets the stage for kind of a bigger like landscape for the game um or sorry not the game the movie uh and what kind of lore building they can really do to kind of expand it into a, a kind of a full-on franchise because I know that there have been talks of uh, bringing on, like, Atomic Blonde, doing a spinoff with, like, the ballerinas. So, I'm yeah, excited. I'm, I don't get what they would do with the ballerinas unless they show that they are also, like, some sort of assassins. But we didn't see that at all in this. So, I don't know what they would do with a movie of that. I didn't like the story in the sense that I feel like, by the end of it, nothing had changed. Like, we're ending this movie the exact same way that two ended true however i would argue that the ending may have been kind of putting everything back to the way it was to a degree it was more world building film than anything else i don't think it was really meant to be a um you know conclusion of the second film i think i think the goal there was okay so we ended two we can make a third movie we can resolve all the stuff or we can explode this franchise to be a little bit more immersive and expand into other potential avenues for, you know, basically to make money. And so yeah. I think, so I think they, they had a, a potentially weaker story uh, for John, but as far as the movie franchise goes and where like the world goes, we have a lot more information now. We have like the adju- uh, educators, whatever that's Educators, called. adjudicators. Adjudicators. Something. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And so there is, there's that, and then they also introduce like the the one above all basically in this in this franchise. Yeah, um, the elder who didn't I don't know. I thought that was kind of 
pointless. Like, it, I don't know. It was hokey. Like, it it, it was what it was. Like, it, that, I think that was, was just, the weakest part of it all. Yeah, like, it just seemed like this was going to be this whole big thing, but then it just kind of happened, and then he was like, okay, I'm back to New York, I guess. Yeah, and then, he, then he's like, man, I lost my finger, and I made that promise. Fuck it. <laughs> And then yeah, it's like, but I was like, I'm okay. just I'm just gonna not kill him anyways. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was it was a very odd kind of direction for it to go, but I mean, it made sense yeah. to a degree. I don't. It just it, I like the movie up until the ending. Like I was honestly, I thought the movie was gonna end a lot sooner than it did. Like I thought when they were they were about to storm the Continental and John and the concierge. What's his name? Uh, Lance Reddick. I don't know his real name and the or the name of the film. Okay, um, when they were going up the elevator with the guns, I thought the movie was going to end there. I was like, okay, cool, we got a good setup. It's going to be this huge kind of brawl to start the movie off and go from there. But then it kept going, and I was like, okay, it's whatever. And then, oh my god, he betrayed me again. Oh, wow, I shouldn't have trusted him. What? Wait, did he betray him before, though? I see it as kind of betraying him. Like, he... Fall- he Winston followed the rules and had to excommunicate him, but I don't know. It was weird because like... he didn't do that. Like he didn't follow through on this when he came back. It's like, hey, you could kill me, or and I'm like, wait, it's it's kind of weird because you you fucked him over for killing on the continental grounds, but then you're gonna be like, well, now that it bothers me, I'm gonna do this, and then only to betray him. It's kind of I mean, maybe they're, yeah. setting, they're setting Winston up to be more of a villainous character for this this final one like he isn't as good to john as john thinks he is no yeah they're definitely making him to be like a central villain and it's fine i like ian mcshane yeah um i definitely feel like he didn't do much this movie and then the things he did do i felt was pretty weak so i didn't love that i mean um, what, do you, what do you mean he didn't do anything? he only sat in the safe and drank with the dog the entire yeah. fight scene yeah like i wanted more of him doing things I thought the whole Halle Berry stuff was kind of whatever. Yeah. Like, her fight scene, the escape, whatever, like, it was fine. It was interesting seeing the dogs in action and just how, like, I the my favorite parts of that kind of scene is just, like, how it would shift between Halle and John. And you would just kind of see in the background of the other person still just dealing with people and then just, like still fighting and taking care of it it's just you don't have the focus and they had a cool couple cool one shots of hallie how like it kept shifting focus like which shoulder you were looking over and how she took care of that side and then shifting back and then taking care of more guys so that was cool it just kind of felt unnecessary again <laughs> that, <laughs> just... that that whole scene just felt it, it was very cool like you said but it felt too long too like it yeah, just seemed like, like they drug that scene out and like i don't get who Braun from Game of Thrones, like what his character <laughs> would play. He he kept slipping out of his accent and just into his like British accent and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> You're just Braun. Yeah. No, it was uh he was basically pre- playing like Braun season eight and it was pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> um but it was an interesting throwback. I just I'm glad he's in other stuff, but like let's let's put him to use on the fact like, hey Game of Thrones guy. <laughs> yeah which um, is all to me that's all he felt like it's just like yeah you, you know him you know him he, from the hits such as game of thrones season <laughs> yeah. four five and six yeah uh it was kind of weird so i'm assuming Halle Berry's gonna come back otherwise i don't see like if she was just a small cameo it's kind of weird so i'm expecting her to come back and i know uh maurice lawrence fishburne he's gonna have oh yeah 
huge. He's going to be like the uh, mentor or whatever for John. He's going to be the home base for the entire next movie, but he probably has some sinister plans himself. Um, I don't think so. I think that he and John are going to become allies because they are kind of cut from the same cloth at this point. Uh, Maurice was kind of struck it, struck down and then became basically the head of that that thing. Whatever it's called, the roost or the whatever. Um, the homeless network, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think they're going to be kind of aligned in that in that sense. I will say this, though. I love Jason Manzoukas is in this. Hopefully he gets a, oh big, my God. a bigger like uh, kind of thing going on. <laughs> Because that, that would that be amazing. That opening scene of his where he's just this homeless man singing in an alley. I was like, what? He got a role doing this? And then he's more than just a homeless man? I was like, oh, please, yes. <laughs> I loved, uh, he was on Seth Meyers. I think it was Seth Meyers. And he was talking about that. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, he's on Seth Meyers. <laughs> one, of the, one of the late night shows. And he did like do like short clips of like scenes he was supposed to be in. And it was just like the bigger set pieces with with Keanu, and it was the funniest like Mac and Me kind of thing with Paul Rudd. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, I'm. I really want him to be like a huge part of the fourth movie for some reason. Just like he's the Halle Berry in the fourth John Wick. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Just uh, because it's him, that's the only reason. Yeah, I mean, why not? Like, <laughs> hi, I'm John. I'm uh, what I forget his name was. It doesn't matter. I, did he have a name? I don't yeah, know if he, we ever learned his name. He had a name. I just remember what it was. It was... But yeah, you talked about the combat. It was definitely slower. Like, it felt like every fight, which was cool. Like, he was literally struggling for his life. So, that definitely made it more intense. I think the first fight scene really set the bar for this movie pretty high. Yeah. Where he's in the library with, like, the giant, and he kills him with a book. Yeah. Oh God, that was so. That's the one thing I will say about this oh, film. God. It the 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 fighting felt. Fu- I mean, because it was slower, you could take the time to like acknowledge what was happening, but it felt so much more visceral. You like saw like him punch a book into this dude's face, like over and over, and then and like you saw his down. jaw like dis- dislocate, and like yeah. I was like, oh fuck, this is this is hard to watch, <laughs> but and then I want even more. After that like. When he's putting the book away, like they just have like streaks of blood all over the cover, and it's yeah, like, they're not. It's not like a close-up shot of it. It's just as he's putting it away, it's like there's definitely blood all over that book. This man's this man's parts are still on this book, but God, don't mind. And they <laughs> they had him shove someone's face into a knife and like into his eye specifically, oh, and God, was like, waiting yeah. for it to cut away, and it just didn't. You just saw the knife just go through the eye, and just yeah. blood start welling up. Oh man. Yeah, they made, they made you feel the kills far more, uh, far more in this film, which aside from the Halle Berry scene and like the concierge, um, like brawl where all the armored people showed up, like every kill, like you felt yeah. like he earned all of those kills with how hard he fought and just like how gruesome they were. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of like the fight with Common at the end, where it was very like pers- not personal. Maybe it was personal. I forget the, the the dialogue they had, but yeah, you felt that. I felt that pretty good. Um, where they they fought, uh, I think they took that and ran with that when it came to this film, where it's very much like you're gonna you're gonna acknowledge what's what we're doing here. Yeah, because I think it was, with this movie they wanted to differentiate at least in that aspect, where it's not just mindless drones that are being killed like by the hundreds. Yeah, they're they're a little bit more tactical and they're a little more they're, they're skilled. Uh, 
and then other biggest issue i was pretty confused as to how the armor on the guys of the concierge hotel worked like how is it so heavy that bullets were deflecting but they were still pretty agile pretty just fast moving around yeah and i think he was using larger bullets too this time around yes specifically like armor piercing because the concierge guy told him like hey they up their armor technology but here are these bullets that are better and then it still didn't matter that that was kind of frustrating and they did the thing where the concierge guy was with 10 or so staff members and they got ambushed yeah. and they all got shot up and he just didn't get shot once and just walked away i was like i get it if you want him to survive but just it's such a stupid way to do it yeah i don't know uh it, it there was some weird things like that that i wasn't really uh convinced or good plot devices to use it felt kind of silly you know that how you know how games are like they just they, they do their their things it's not a story movie it's an action movie so i'm not super hung up on any of it yeah exactly you're not there to think too much no because when uh, my dad and i got out of the theater we talked about like specifically those things and i was just like yeah i mean at the end of the day like i know what i'm getting into when i walk into john wick yeah, yeah. This is not this is not the thinking man's game. A twenty four isn't producing this film for a reason. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what else is there? Uh, I mean, that's pretty much the movie. I don't have too much else to say on it. Just I don't know. Kind of. I'll probably wait on the fourth. I won't see that one in theaters. I'm assuming just because I would rather there be a definitive end to this franchise and enjoy the franchise still than to have them make 10 i don't want this to be the new fast and the furious if that makes sense yeah i i see your point but that franchise did so well for a reason and it's the kind of the same thing like it just uh yeah it's following suit yeah it's and it makes sense i think we need something a little more different i think this is kind of it yeah i mean if it keeps doing well and it keeps making hundreds of millions of dollars like yeah they're gonna keep making it and that's fine it's just yeah i'll always have the first john wick to go back to so whatever <laughs> i'll always have that one that last love do you want to what would you rate it out of 10 uh 10 dogs 10 stabbed 10 in cuts? The eyeballs 10 stabbed eyeballs oh jeez. okay yeah <laughs> that, it fits i think it's okay for for what the movie is it's like an eight but in terms of, like, normal cinema, like, am I going there to, like, be engaged and enthralled in some, you know, epic story? It's like a, like a four or five. So I would say, like, let's just say six. Yeah, I was going to say probably, like, a six. Like, I definitely had fun. Like, it's, in my opinion, above average. But it's just, it's not, like, peak cinema. I, I'll probably watch it. Like, if I see it, if I had cable or if, like, it's on at my parents' house, yeah, I'll probably watch it. Because why not? But not buying in a blu-ray i'm not aching Aww. to see the fourth one i know i'm sorry oh i was so close to checkmate there Nah, come on i got it under control <laughs> are we gonna finally get it right here is this gonna be the big one nope god damn it's borderlands 3 they don't, I don't have care. girls in halo there's only one girl and it's cortana and she's dead and you don't say her name <laughs> except for she's not she's gearbox big... so it's borderlands yeah not actual gameplay meaning i don't care um i think we're good here i don't know if you want to add anything else we're at... Oh, uh, John Wick? No. That's... John Wick's done. Yeah, I think... What well, I mean, like, but... anything else for this podcast? Yeah. So, I won the chess game. We talked about some John Wick, some game news. Uh, next week, 
I think we're going to talk about Black Mirror Season 5. And yep. then probably touching up on whatever else came out with E3. And I think that's it. So thanks for listening. Make sure you go to our website, chesstalk.podbean.com. We got the Twitter, just underscore talk. You can email us. You can give us a rating. We'd appreciate that. And I think that's it. That's all I got to say. Anything yep. for you, Rob? Nothing here. Just uh, watch it, E3 goodness. If you haven't watched it yet, I know it's going to be a couple days after it started, but all kinds of cool stuff to see. Yeah, if you haven't watched it by the time this is out, then, man, you're slacking if you care at all about <laughs> games. You think you're a gamer? Get real. Yeah. <laughs> all right. See you later, guys. Adios.